Hello, navigators. How's everybody doing today? Happy Friday. Although I'm not recording this on Friday, I'll still wish you a happy Friday anyway, because that's when you're listening to it. So you're welcome. Happy Friday. Uh, how was y'all's week? I had a great weekend, a long birthday weekend with my youngest son and my grandbabies, and it was so exhausting. Oh, it was exhausting, but it was so much fun. My little four-year-old grandson just, Nana, come play. Nana, come over here. Nana, come look at this. Nana, come here. <laughs> it was great. I loved every bit of it. Uh, did a lot of sightseeing and took David around my old stomping grounds out there. He got to meet lots of my people and uh, kind of get a, a view of me as an adult. You know, I, I took him back home to Redlands and he got to see kind of where I grew up and get a glimpse of my childhood and Washington is really where I became an adult um, after, you know, my divorce from Mark. So it's a totally different kind of experience and, and gives him a different kind of view of who I am and, and what has formed me and what kinds of things I've gone through. And so I thought today, it would be fun to have David on to kind of talk about that stuff. So, hi, David. Hello. So, <laughs> you know, one thing, the first thing I noticed when I got, well, as, well, maybe you guys don't all know, the, the, the only time I had my driver's license was when I was in Washington. And so that's where I drove. And so that's where I memorized where everything was. And uh, I tried to take David back to my apartment complex that I that I lived in. And y'all, they took out all the stoplights and put in roundabouts. And not only did they take out the stoplights and put in roundabouts, but they took out the street signs. So I got lost. I couldn't, I couldn't get David to where we needed to go until I saw... She said, turn at the light. Okay. I there's no lights. <laughs> there used to be a light. There used to be. So we got all turned around and I was like, wait, what bus is that? Is that the 214? That's the bus I used to take. Just follow that. So y'all, that's a blind people pro tip right there. If you ever are trying to get somebody driving directions and they just happen to see the bus, there you go. Problem solved. Just follow the bus. The only bad side would be if there was like a billion stops along the way, you'd have to stay behind the bus the whole time. But we didn't have to do that, so it was all good. <laughs> Luckily, because that was a waste. So what do you think, David? I am impressed at the fact that you were able to drive out there. It's, I mean, obviously you had to drive by uh, Landmark because the street signage is not that great. Yeah. Uh, traffic is a nightmare and horrendous. The sun and the glare. <laughs> And the streets, like you turn one way, you're on Ninth Street. You turn another way, you're on Ninety Fourth Street. Why? Or you could be on the corner of Ninth Street and Ninth Avenue, which makes no sense. Yeah, it's. And then y'all, I don't know why this happened, but so we're going down. I know you guys don't know the roads, but we're going down Ninety Fourth, and I'm like, you should be able to turn left on One Hundred and Twelfth up here. And he goes, no. This is 39th. 
So what do you mean it's 39th? That's 112th. No, sign says 39th. Why would they change 112th to 39th? And then you go up. So it goes like 103rd, 4th. You know, it goes in order going that way. And then you get 39th, 40th, 116th. Why would they do that? And, no and then they expect people to know where they're going? I, I, I just... I don't understand I, that one. It's, <laughs> I've seen some crazy layouts, but that one was just... And the... What was the other one? Like 62nd Street Court Drive. Oh, yeah. Street Court... Oh, yeah. 103rd Street Court East. That just makes yeah. no sense. Yeah. And you could you could have... Honestly, you could have the same address. We did. There was. For example, the address where we were staying. Oh, I should probably make it up, huh? Um, 4,000 5th Street Southwest, but there was also a 4,000 5th Street Northwest. Mm -hmm. So it's like, really? You can't even make it different. It, I, I honestly, as we were driving around, I thought... Oh, I, I don't know how the heck I got around. I don't know how I knew where I was going. And then, at, you know, it started, I started getting a little more of my bearings. And I started being a little more, okay, yeah, you go this way. And, but it was, I, I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, it's impressive to know that you were driving around down there. That's, because even I had a hard time at spots. And I don't know how you did it, but it's just more into how amazing of a person you are. Dave don't know how to drive that car because <laughs> I was flying all around the back seat that thing, and it was awful. Garmin, you're actually contributing today. Oh my gosh, I have to tell the people that. Oh my gosh. All right. So Nathaniel, my son, was incredibly generous and allowed us to use his Durango for the time that we were there. So we didn't have to rent a car. That saved us a few hundred bucks. So I thought it was awesome. But he had all the seats folded down with a sheet, you know, for the dog. I know his thought was give him more room and whatever, but it was all bad. It was all bad. David couldn't drive that car to save his life on the first day. <laughs> he was like, I was not used to that much power. Yeah. I have a little tiny car, and this was a big old truck with a big old beefy engine. Yeah, it was it was fun, and the brakes were really touchy, and the Garmin's just flying around in the back. It was it was oh my gosh! Leave a stop sign, and Garmin wouldn't move. It, it was like a cartoon. <laughs> the cards start moving, then Garmin stays in the same spot till the back of the pickup, <laughs> till the back of the truck got him. <laughs> yeah, it was it was definitely something. Holy cool. My Dave, hey, listeners, Dave is supposed to take me to get a puppy massage because of that. Hey, now you're talking with your octopus in your mouth. He is very participatory today. Um, there was something else that. Oh, we went um on the on the ferry out to Seattle which was awesome. Nathaniel let me drive his race car. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. So we're leaving the airport, right? And this is just a day in my life, right? I'm on vacation and this is just what my son does for me. We're driving home from the airport and we're in the Durango. And we're going to his house. And uh, he just kind of pulls over and says, all right, mom, you drive the rest of the way. Cool. So I drove the Durango the rest of the way to the house and 
And then he's like, come on, let's go. You're going to drive the other car, which is his little souped up Mitsubishi Lancer. So I was like, oh, Fast and Furious called. They want their car back. <laughs> so he's like, come on. So he takes me to go drive it. And of course, it's a manual and it's a race car. So what do I do? <laughs> totally burned out. He was like, oh my mom, this there's neighborhood watch here. <laughs> I said, hey, it's a race car, right? And he said, well, low key, you still do better than Gail, which is his wife. So I hope she's not listening. <laughs> <Whoops>. <laughs> it was, it was pretty fun. And you know, it was, it was, it was fun taking Garmin on the boat and all through Seattle. He did such a good job. Um, we didn't really run into any issues. Not I was, I was impressed, you know, we walked around, we went everywhere. I mean, there was no, I mean, people in Seattle are a little more, they're super dog friendly. So they just think they can pet everybody's dog. So I, you know, wasn't surprised if people were walking by petting him. Uh, I but didn't see any of that. it's just, oh, and then we went, we went to Mount Rainier. Oh my gosh, you guys. I wanted to take David up here because it's such a beautiful place. I mean, it is absolutely majestic. However, but it appears that they let everybody go there. I, I didn't know that. They, they It's open to everybody. Did you guys know that? <laughs> no. And when I say they let everybody go there, I mean they let everybody go there. It was so packed. It was like going to Disneyland. It was wall-to-wall -wall people. It was packed. terrible. It was like the Grand... It was as packed as it is at the Grand Canyon, but in a smaller area. But the same, you know, all different kinds of people, all different nationalities, people that probably shouldn't have been there. Um, it just... It was crazy. We went to go into the gift store, and it was buttholes to elbows. You couldn't move. I was like, yeah, we got to go. Uh, I... I you know, I wanted to get some souvenirs and whatever, but I just, I couldn't. There was so many freaking people. Yeah, it was packed. You could, we walked in, we made, stopped at one thing and went to move from that and you couldn't move. It yeah, we got just, stuck. So that was it. Done. I, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, I understand that it's open to everybody and everybody can come, but something like that, like the gift shop, I feel like they should limit because it's a, it was a really small area. So I feel like they should limit and say, all right, 30 people in the store max and have somebody, you know, with a clicker or whatever, because. And I've seen them do that at places where only so many people can come in and in that tight of a space, you can't just let Cause it was hard walking down the trails. Right. Right. And then trying to get all those people into one little tiny room. It was, that was crazy. I, I imagine there's got to be a lot of shoplifting. How could you keep track of anything? I don't know. I mean, really? Unless, like, once you go out the door, it explodes or something? And it's the typical <laughs> National Park little gift shop where everything's crammed into one little space. Mm -hmm. There's hardly room, room to maneuver as it is, and then you put all those people in there. And it, so what do you think? Of... It's sweaty. Oh, and it? 
Yeah, it was hot. Um, so overall, what do you think of Garmin's performance in all the all the different uh, places we went? Impressive. That was the first time I've seen him do that many stairs when we went on the ferry, up and down and up and down and up and down. He nailed it. Awesome. I was I was a little scared about that, y'all. I'm not gonna lie. Me too. I'm not gonna lie. Those <laughs> stairs. I'm like, oh. But Sammy just was like, let's go, Nana. Let's. What's up here? What's over here? What's down here? What's over here? What's this way? And so I had to go. Like when Sammy wanted to go, I had to go. And so it was, it was a lot of fun. I'll post a few pictures of, of, of it up there. I don't typically post a whole lot of personal stuff as y'all know, but, um, it was just a great trip. And so, uh, I may post a few pictures, especially of Garmin in action because he really was impressive. Um, I think my only complaint is he doesn't share the road with other people. Like he just, when we were at Mount Rainier, he was just like in the middle. He did not care. I'm trying to get him like scooch over a little, like other people are coming and he's like, nope, we are going right down the middle. He didn't care if we split groups. He just did not care. That, that, and then and he's doing the European style where he's all the way over on the left hand side. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if he thinks just cause we're not in Arizona, he's gotta be on the wrong Maybe. side of the road. I, I don't know. We got an airplane. We're out of the country now. <laughs> yeah. The airplane was, he does so well on airplanes. I'm impressed with that because with the, the layover, you know, and changing flights and almost missing our flight. And it, he handles all that really well. Again, though, he doesn't share the road. He just bulls through everything like excuse us we're coming through <laughs> just... i did notice yesterday at uh security we're waiting in that long line which everybody loves waiting in and i could see the look on people's faces just the i don't want to be here i want to be anywhere but this line and then they see garmin and their faces light up yeah they don't say anything they don't try to pet him or anything but you can just see just seeing the dog brought a little smile to their face which is nice to but, see that yeah he's definitely a mood lifter uh, you know and uh my niece was asking me i think it was leilani that was asking is there something in that you wish he was better trained or had been trained to do or whatever and i said moving forward in lines because if we're standing in a line if i can't see the people in front of me i don't know that they move forward until the person behind me is like hey lady you know um but he made a liar out of me at the airport because he sure i mean we were in that line for like an over an hour yeah. but he absolutely he got it as soon as the lady in front of us started moving he moved and then he stopped and i was like you stinker. You really did make a liar he, out of he me. Heard you to say that. And he's like, oh, oh, I know how to do that. I didn't know I was supposed to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you wanted me to do that? Well, sorry. Um, I, I think for me, the most impressive thing, honestly, though, is escalators. That is really good too. You I, know, I, I, he just, he takes me right to it. He walks right on, walks right off never an issue carbon wasn't having any of that my first dog he nope not having it 
<laughs> if there's an elevator, we're taking the elevator. Otherwise, it's stairs because he wasn't having it. Even I was impressed at Rainier when we went walking and there was a chipmunk standing on a rock posing for pictures. I don't know how they got the chipmunk to do that. It was Alvin. Yeah. <laughs> but he walked right by. He looked at it. He saw it. He looked at it and just kept on moving. Didn't get distracted. He was at work and that was pretty impressive. Yeah. He overall, I would say, did a fabulous job. It's funny to me how sometimes just here at home on our, our like home routes, he messes up on stupid stuff, but then he goes in a situation like that and he's smooth as butter. Yeah. You know, I can hear the stinking ice cream truck. <laughs> Y'all just so you know, I live in a two story house and I am recording in my closet, you know, my professional studio that Nathaniel hooked me up with in my closet. <laughs> And the ice cream man is so loud I can hear. But wow. The ice cream man is so loud that Death David over here can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, sorry, I got completely sidetracked by the loud freaking ice cream man. Um, yeah, it just... I Going through TSA has become much easier... Oh, tell him that guy, the TSA guy, the grumpy guy. Talk about changing moods. The guy that didn't want to deal with the dog when we left Phoenix. Oh, yeah. When we were leaving Phoenix, they told the guy that uh, there's a there's a dog coming. This is a TSA guy. And they told him, you know, dog coming through for him to deal with it. And he was pitching a fit. I don't, this is, this is all I need today. All I need. And... I was like, ooh, I'm going to keep an eye on him because if he's mean to Garmin, there's going to be problems. And I guess, sure enough, he got over there and his mood was changed almost instantaneously. Yeah, I had no idea that he was mad. He got down there and he just he got kisses and he was fine. He was totally fine asking questions. And, you know, it's amazing how the simplest things will brighten someone's day. As a matter of fact... Where were we? We were going somewhere. I think it was when we were going to Rainier, actually. We stopped at a place to go to the bathroom, and there was just this kid there. And, you know, just so y'all know, I practice what I preach on this show. I am not a people person, which is why I do a podcast instead of a live show, right? Because I don't, I don't want to deal with people. I'm not a people person, but I am a firm believer in giving people compliments um, to, to try and, you know, put a smile on their face. And so David was in the restroom and I walked out and there was this kid that just really had cool hair. It looked like a big old cotton ball on top of his head. I, so I was just like, Hey, I like your hair. Did not expect to have a full conversation with this kid, but he just starts talking about, you know, Oh, I like your shorts. And because I have some old school shorts that are black with the white stitching. So then we start talking about corduroy and just, we just got on this big old conversation. And I thought, you know, that's a perfect example of why you want to do something like that. You know, you never know who you're going to meet. You never know who you're going to run into. And I'm not one that's just going to strike up a conversation, but, oh, I just broke my chancla. 
Oh, this is that live on on wow. there. I freaking broke my chakra. That stinks. Oh, anyway. Uh, well, you did the same thing that guy on the way into Seattle. We ended up striking up a conversation with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he didn't even seem too friendly at first. He was kind of buried in his in his iPad or whatever. Um, <laughs> the one I liked is, uh, and I'm going to give a good shout out to him, the Machinist Union, man. They are, um, Guide Dog of America is one of their main sponsors, main donors, and I am super thankful for them. I've gone to one of their uh, fundraiser slash type events, and I just, I'm super thankful. And um, so I was telling David and another lady at the airport how, because she wanted to take it. There, we ran into a lady, GCC, a day in the life. We ran into a lady <laughs> at the airport and she wanted to take a picture of Garmin because she was from South Africa and she had left her guide dog, Willow or Willa, home and she looked just like Garmin. So she wanted to take a picture of Garmin. So we struck up a conversation and I was telling her how, uh, you know, she wasn't, she says, I hope it wasn't really weird or whatever. And I said, no, I actually, you know, at, uh, Sky Harbor airport, no, Seattle, SeaTac airport. Um, a guy from the machinist union stopped me to take a picture of Garmin and was like, yeah, we're a a donor of them and whatever, or a supporter. And, and I'm telling David and, and this woman, this story, and then we go get in line for our flight. And I swear you can't make it up guys. Duke comes up and walks and says, did you get that dog from guide dogs of America? I said, yes, I did. And he said, we are a huge supporter of them. I said, are you from the machinist union? <laughs> and sure enough, y'all. He was from the doggone machinist union. <laughs> it was so awesome. She looked at me and goes, really? I just said that. <laughs> I, I mean, 10 minutes earlier, it was, it was just so funny and, and coincidental, you know? And so it just, you think that kindness, you don't always think about kindness in little ways right but when i when i you know without the donors and the and the sponsors and and things like that the people that go to gda wouldn't be able to get their dogs for free a lot of schools charge they either charge for the room and board or they charge for the training and certification of the dogs because they're not um, nonprofit and they don't have the sponsors. And so, you know, guys, I would highly encourage you. I don't know if y'all know about Amazon smile, but it's exactly the same as Amazon. You use your same Amazon login. It's all your same stuff, but it's, um, Amazon smile and you get to choose a charitable organization to donate. I believe it's a half a percent of all of your purchases. And if you select uh, international, I think it's international guiding eyes. And then underneath it says DBA guide dogs of America. You can actually be a part of helping somebody get 
either a seeing eye dog or a PTSD dog. They are now, they have now uh, partnered with Tender Loving Canines to also offer PTSD dogs. And so any kind of support you guys would offer would be so greatly appreciated. Again, it's on Amazon Smile. And uh, there was something else I was going to say about that. And I can't remember. Ha! Huh? My train derailed. The train derailed. The chasing squirrels or chipmunks. It did. I was totally going to say something. And I don't remember what it was. Gosh, I hate when that happens. I don't remember. I don't either. Why? You're supposed to know what I'm thinking half the time, aren't you? Yeah, but... I'm only good at it half the time. So. Uh, well, now the more farther we get along, the more sidetracked I get, the less I remember what I was talking about. <laughs> so dumb. Um, but anyways, yeah, the dogs, they, they can cost quite a bit of money. And so um, any kind of support you can give would be awesome. And uh, it is a very, very great organization. Uh, and no, they don't pay me to say that. Uh, you got anything else, David? I think you covered it all. Yeah. So all in all, it was a great time. It was good to see my kid. It was good to see my grandkids. And, uh, I look forward to going back up again. And, um, if y'all are ever up in, uh, the Puyallup, Washington, Tacoma area, Gonna have to tell you to stop by a Bigfoot Java. Yeah. Stop by once, stop by twice, stop by seven times. Stop by as many times as you can because that's the only place you can get it. And yeah, it's like crack. Once you have it, you're not gonna wanna stop. <laughs> In fact, we met up with a friend of mine at Starbucks because Bigfoot Java is just a, a drive-thru. And so I was like, hey, meet us up at Starbucks, whatever. So she comes walking in with her own Bigfoot Java. <laughs> I was dying. <laughs> uh, it's good stuff, though. Yeah. She's not lying. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, y'all. So I'm thinking maybe next week I will try and come up with some blindo pro tips for you. So if you have any questions as to, like, how I do things. I know I've already answered about counting money and, you know, my clothes and stuff like that. But if you have other kind of questions uh, for, like, tricks of how to find places, like, you know, catch following the bus, uh, cooking little tips, stuff like that, I'm going to try and get a list together. So if you have any questions, put them on my social media, Navigating Life with Lara and Garmin on Facebook, LinkedIn, and WhatsApp, whatever the crap that is. And then at Garment Navigates on Twitter. And of course, you can always send me an email at GarmentNavigates at Outlook.com. So, <sighs> I'm exhausted. I'm going to rest the, well, I'm going to rest the rest of the week. There you go. Yikes. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Yeah, that too. All right, y'all. Have a fabulous weekend. And I will talk to y'all next week. Give out a compliment. I'm telling you, you never know what it'll do. And you never know what kind of conversation it'll strike up. It can actually, you know, really change a person's day. So walk by faith, not by sight, and be a blessing to others. Until next week, y'all. Toodles.